0: I dag er det en drøm som går i oppfyllelse. Jeg er på den saudi-arabiske ambassade her i Oslo for att ha en TV-samtale med hennes ekscellense ambassadør Amal al en fem mamma gift med en väldigt lyckad i saudi Arabien, har kommit hit för att representera sitt nation som den andra kvinnliga ambassadör för Saudi-Arabia genom historien och hun främme perspektiver om sitt land och sitt folk som överraskar Det är er ett land med långt med progressivitet en mange hävder ett land hvor det rum er för den unge generation av kvinnor och män så detta blir väldigt viktigt och oss följa gott med på vad hun har oss sig till oss alle. Well, Your Excellency, Mrs. Amal al-Mualimi, the ambassador of the Royal Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to Norway, thank you for receiving me at this beautiful embassy.
1: Thank you for coming today, and you are welcome anytime in our lovely embassy here.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Uh, you told me that uh, I could call you Om Ali, yes. the mother of Ali. Why is that,
1: ma'am? Uh, it's so dear to my heart to be uh, called with the name of my children, you know, whether mother of Ali, Um Ali, or Um Faris, or Sarah, or Haya, or Ru. I have five kids. So, uh, by uh, being called by the name of any one of them, is always bring uh, light to my eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, warm to my heart mm-hmm. and remind me with the precious gift I got and received from God by being blessed to have my children. And um, I'm always, they are my pride and there is my biggest achievements in life. And they are the thing that I will leave when I, uh, it's time for me to pass away from this world. I will have always my children and their children to remind people or to do good things in Mm -hmm. earth as I wish I would do if I was uh, alive. So they are the extension and the, they are the um, uh, contribution that you are giving to the uh, world. Exactly.
0: Now, are any of them here in Norway
1: with you? I have only the two little ones, Faris and uh, Ruwa, with me. They are planning to go to university here. Uh, the other three, they are already. Uh, the biggest one, Sarah, is married, and she's planning to go to uh, Britain to finish her master's degree there in King's College in London. And the second one, Haya, she's a fashion designer, and she's living in Paris. And uh, Ali is in Riyadh. He's finishing uh, his university there. He's in the last year in college, so I didn't want to stop him and bring him here. Uh, He can come here for his master, hopefully. And of course, I have my husband with me. Yes, tell me about him. Now. <laughs> my lovely husband. Yes, uh, my husband Abdullah Arak. He is very supportive ha- husband, and if it's not for him, continuing what my father did for me, I am, might not be able to approach what I have reached uh, now. It's always about support that uh, any any individual, whether male or female, received from the circle around him from the friends, from the family, from the parents, from the teachers, from the uh, authorities in uh, the country. So to make it through, you need to be supported by the community around you. They have to believe in you. They have to help you to uh, go uh, forward in what you are planning uh, to do. Wasting time and fights and struggles with the community yeah. will take from your energy and then you will not be able to be devoted for your work and for to fulfill your dreams.
0: Exactly. Uh, um, Om Ali, Madam Om Ali. Yeah. Um, so this family heritage that you are sharing now, that is really Saudi Arabian
1: culture, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Yeah, every Saudi will be happy to be called uh, with the name of his son or his daughter, whether a male or female. We call the man Abu Ali and I am Um Ali. And uh, for uh, my other children, friends, each one might call me with the name of his friend, uh, you know, like Um Faris or Um Ruwa or whatever. So it's always uh, honorable thing to call people by the name of their children in my culture. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but also the, the, the situation for women. I mean, when I've read history, it seems to me that in Arab culture that women have always been lifted up. I mean, the, the, the one-sidedness of the aggressive media is not necessarily the true story. you know.
1: It is. It is not true at all, because if it's so, you wouldn't hear about... Uh, uh, great uh, character arabs muslim character whether like in uh, the old history of islam or uh, afterward even with uh, you know the uh, start of enlightenment in the middle east and the education we have names of great women who had great influence in their society to educate people and to bring their wisdom and their knowledge to the good of their uh, community and society so uh, neither the islamic culture nor the tribal culture was against women yeah. it's only uh, how people uh, misinterpret uh, the yes. verses of our uh, great religion or uh, you know when any culture or community got hijacked by extremists yes who are manipulating the yeah. religion the culture everything and yeah. trying to enforce their beliefs under the name of religion yeah. or a tradition exactly. and this is not true
0: yes of course you know uh, two months ago i was in cairo at an uh, islamic conference and there were 13 women preachers of islam who were introduced by the minister of islam minister of wakf dr guma and here you are Uh, as from what I've read, the second uh, female ambassador of Saudi Arabia in history. Right. So clearly something is changing into the positive, isn't it?
1: True, true. We are living a golden era in Saudi Arabia right now. I mean, uh, to me, I do believe that I was lucky to uh, be brought up by uh, an educated uh, family who helped me through but that was not the case for everybody in my country and I was hoping and wishing that this could should be the right for all girls to have the same opportunity and to be capable of pursuing their dreams and their ambition. What's happening now in Saudi Arabia that this is a right now for every individual in Saudi Arabia, whether a male and female mm. and especially young girls I'm talking about, yeah. they are very empowered they are holding their uh, life in their hands and they have the chance to choose what do they want to do with their lives. Of course, there are some families uh, more uh, uh, conservative or more strict in some ways. It's family matter that they can solve it with their family. But I'm talking about the regulations and the rules and Saudi Arabia is now giving women equal rights like any uh, other Saudi uh, person. Now we are fully eligible citizenship. Uh, We are living this in Saudi Arabia.
0: You you were even telling me that, uh, that the amount of uh, legal clerks uh, is rising a lot among women.
1: Yes, of course, there are new domains that women are getting in into, uh, in Saudi Arabia. One of them is the Ministry of Justice in Saudi Arabia. They started by being lawyers and then advisors and consultants, and then uh, now we are having clerks that they can uh, uh, certify, uh, you know, contracts, uh, and uh, they can. Uh, develop more further, more in the future, and reach to higher position. And also, we have women now in the military domain. Mm-hmm. Before we have them in the security forces, in, uh, interior, uh, yeah. in the, uh, you know, passport, in the airports. but now we have it in military too. Mm. And they are serving uh, on the borders, and they are um, uh, protecting the holy sites in uh, Saudi Arabia, side mm. by side by their colleagues, male colleagues and uh, you can see it now and clearly when you uh, get to saudi arabia that women are there in the scene they are you, you don't have to look for them they are in the airports and the streets and the fact, uh, factories and the offices and the companies and the markets everywhere you can see them uh, living participating developing their country and sharing life equally yeah with their uh, companions
0: uh, this makes me so happy ma'am thank you uh, and i noticed that you you speak with such uh, joy of your husband uh, because i i was actually thinking perhaps she had to come alone you know mm-hmm. maybe husband is very angry with her back in saudi arabia yeah. but it's the opposite here it
1: is it is and it's not only me i know a lot of my uh, friends who are in leading positions in saudi arabia we were supported by our husband, uh, they were, uh, I, I know one of my friends, her husband gave up his job as uh, an engineer in Saudi Arabia just to go with her to finish her schooling and get her PhD mm. with uh, four kids mm. with them. And he was taking care of the kids until she finished her PhD. And this is one of many, 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 many other e- examples. Uh, unfortunately, this has not been... Uh, showed in uh, yeah. the media yeah. because it's not a news you know the good news is not usually a news they have to look for something violent or different or uh, ugly and then uh, it will be uh, uh, told and uh, got in the media but in Saudi Arabia many women are enjoying the support of their husband of their brothers of their families they are li- living normal life uh, Saudi females uh, are 50% of the population, mm. so we are almost 11 uh, to 12 million Saudi female living in Saudi Arabia, enjoying life there. You might hear about some stories here or there for some unfortunate ladies, and this is happening all over the world. Sure. You find this, but this is not the majority. This is not the case. This is not the reality mm. of Saudi women
0: know the TV channel that uh, I make these programs with uh, we're a Christian channel so we preach the good news of Jesus Christ but we also love to tell the good news about good things right. and it's so good to be able to have you tell the good news of what's happening in Saudi Arabia ma'am.
1: Right uh, it's great what we are having as I said uh, we are living a golden era where you have a uh, uh, political will yeah. to change and to develop and to empower m- women and you have also uh, a social awareness mm. of the importance of empowering women yeah. and third which is most important you have qualified women who are ready to take over exactly so uh, this combination of these factors plus the uh, international surrounding yeah. uh, that's pushing forward for more empowerment for women all over the world so for all these reasons getting together in this historical moment in the life of saudi arabia with the launching of the new uh, vision for Saudi Arabia, Vision 2030, yeah. where he, the minute I heard about this vision, I knew that it could not be uh, accomplished without the participation, full participation of women yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. 50% of the society in Saudi Arabia has to participate to make it work. Yeah. And this is what happened since then.
0: And also, you and your husband together Raising your children together, right? That's also a powerful thing. This concept of family—it
1: is—and it's not only me and my husband. Actually, we have extended families who helped me through <laughs> yeah. my journey working, and I've been working for more than twenty-five years here now. Having five kids was not something easy to yeah, deal with. I bet. Yeah, without the support of my both my mom and my mother-in-law, mm. and uh, you know, my neighbors, my friends, everybody was. Uh, uh, giving support when asked uh, for my sister-in-laws. and uh, So it is, uh, as I say, it's uh, like, you know, uh, uh, a, s- a circle of uh, people supporting each other, yeah. uh, providing services for each other when needed, so we can always uh, um, keep our strength yeah. and uh, not be uh, forced to uh, give away our dreams due to uh, our responsibilities. We can manage both of them with the support of people around us.
0: Yes, and just think of your your daughters, of course, your sons, but
1: your daughters, you're you're giving them the freedom to choose. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah, I do. Uh, Actually, uh, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. One day, I had to give a speech in the UN in New York, Mm and my other daughter was in uh, Washington DC in university she has also a presentation to give at the same time and my third uh, my second daughter was in Paris she was going also to give a presentation for a fashion company there and who was running the show it was my husband in <laughs> he was on the phone sending pictures and oh. sharing pictures with us and giving support to each one of us and uh, the third daughter, my daughter, was in school in uh, Riyadh, also she has uh, an activity uh, in school, yeah. so he was the one uh, the vocal uh, point where we all uh, yeah. you know sent uh, notes and received uh, notes uh, from so ma'am, when you were on these missions in America,
0: your husband was running it from Riyadh. Yes, and he was the the head of the Coca
1: Cola company exactly. for Saudi Arabia. Exactly, exactly. That's true, and he was. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's in him because you know he was always supportive for even uh, his sister and his nieces. Or, and I don't see him as a rare or a unique uh, condition because in, in I don't know most people I see around me are very helpful and very support when I see a father come driving for 30 kilos to bring his daughter to her work every day and yeah. stay like five six hours in the car outside waiting for her yeah. to finish uh, her work and then to drive her back home this is something great this is support and, yeah. and uh, I, I think in my I, I don't see it as you know uh, uh, some people take it from the other side that women cannot drive in Saudi Arabia, okay, for in the past, we weren't able to have this right, but even then, we, we made it by support of our yeah. uh, family and our partners, and uh, it's all teamwork. It's teamwork. Yeah, we are supporting each other, all exactly, of us. Exactly,
0: exactly. Now, um, Your Excellency, uh, Al Mualimi, um, You have now been in Norway a
1: few months. Right. Have you enjoyed your time
0: in Norway so far? Very
1: much indeed, very much. Uh, Norway is a beautiful country. It's very peaceful Mm -hmm. and quiet, and people here are very polite. Uh, The most thing that I like and I uh, admire a lot is the safety I feel Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. It's safe. I see children walking around in the streets Mm -hmm. alone. Mm. Uh, I see them jogging in the forest here or there, playing around, discovering nature, uh, do activities. They feel safe Mm. and they are safe. And this is something I really admire Mm. about the community that brought this uh, code of respecting uh, safety as an important value for our kids to be raised in a safe atmosphere. In a safe uh, society. Yeah. Uh, also, I do admire a lot the uh, traffic uh, here in Norway. <laughs> 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 you don't have uh, traffic jams, and yeah. uh, the speed limit is very reasonable. Everybody is yeah. uh, following uh, the rules and the regulations. So this is also something to appreciate. You don't. I did not expect this in uh, Norway. I was thinking that Oslo would be more hectic and more crowded. Uh, apparently it was for my good surprise, very quiet and very peaceful and very safe. Uh, In fact, sometimes uh, I always joke about it to my friends back home in Riyadh when they are asking me, uh, 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 me about Oslo. I said, you can hear your heartbeat. (laughs) <laughs> While you are sleeping here, it's so quiet. It's so nice.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I love my city myself, so thank yeah, you for that. You're uh, ma'am, uh, there are many uh, strong things that connect Norway and Saudi Arabia. Right. Uh, w- what, what is your thought on that?
1: Uh, we shared a lot of things, I guess. First of all, the Vikings of uh, Norway—they are very much like the Bedouin in Saudi <laughs> Arabia. You know, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, tough yeah. style of life, the yeah. warriors, yeah. Uh, yeah. the strong uh, nature that forced them to be yeah. more tough and uh, solid. Yeah. So I think this is uh, one thing that we share uh, together. Uh, the other thing I think is what Allah blessed us with is uh, the energy uh, resources yeah. and that w- made the change in our countries, both Saudi Arabia and Norway. Of course. And how did we use this uh, gift from God for the benefit mm. of our people and of our neighbors and for the world yeah. uh, by uh, giving aids, by helping uh, people in need, by uh, uh, using this money to develop and to build, where we see that other countries were gifted by the same gift, but they wasted it mm. on weapons and in wars and in, uh, you know, uh, corruption and bad things that the n- the people of the country did not benefit from exactly. it. If you come to Saudi Arabia now, and I'm from the generation who watched the development and Mm -hmm. the change in the society when it started in the 70s. And I guess in Norway here, also you started in the 70s. Absolutely.
0: Revolution.
1: Yeah. The development and building new buildings and new ways and new roads and everything. So when you live that and you, I still recall the scenery from my childhood, I really appreciate where we are standing now Mm. and know that we have. Gone so far in very short time, in comparison to other nations who had been there for many many years. So this is something really to uh, appreciate, and this is one thing that we both share uh, together. Uh, the other thing that I think we can uh, share together is, uh, you know, the traditional and cultural uh, features of our countries that we can exchange and learn from each other experience and learn how does this fortune change the society Mm. from your experience from our experience we can talk together we can highlight things that are similar and we can study the differences and know what's behind because it's really uh, a unique uh, human case Mm. that rarely happen in the history when you have uh, the whole society switch from one uh, statue to another fully developed and changed uh, statue and when you are powerless and all of a sudden you become very powerful. How did you use this power? What are you doing with this power? What are you planning to yeah. use this power to? Uh, I admire very much the tendency here in Norway to be always on the International arena as mm. the mediator as the supporter, mm. as the peacemaker, as you know uh, uh, the country where you can go mm. to find peace or yeah. to find s- when you are ready for peace, come to oslo yeah it 's the same in Saudi Arabia, especially yeah. for the Muslim world we are playing the same when you are ready for dialogue, when you are ready for peace, when you really want support and you will benefit from this support not waste our time and your time yeah. by just come and go and then uh, not be uh, committed to what you uh, agreed upon uh, here yeah. so i think both our countries are playing an important role in the international uh, arena yeah. as mediators as uh, influencers uh, as uh, supporter yeah. and uh, giver
0: now, uh, something I of course know is the the, the importance in uh, Saudi Arabia of of your holy sites, the holy cities of Mecca, Medina, <laughs> Jerusalem, uh, and uh, how how you you don't appreciate that this is being uh, spoken negatively about. And I, I have the same feeling, like when someone in Norway burns the Bible, I react and I. I react when they speak negatively about your faith. Uh, Do you think that's something that also connects us that we appreciate and respect the holy uh, things?
1: Uh, Of course, it's something that we appreciate and we uh, like to hear more of it from uh, uh, people in uh, Europe and in other countries because you know, freedom of speech does not give you the right to insult mm. other religions, amen or to that. Yeah, and uh, if you want people to respect your freedom of speech, yeah. you should respect also things that they believe in, the holy things that they have. This is one way of taking it. Also, I would like to say a word for people all al- uh, around that the answer for this uh, invasion of our. Uh, um, Sacred or holy uh, beliefs that we are is not by violence, it's by you know a message of peace, by uh, talking reasonably, by uh, showing yourself as a true model of uh, you know peaceful religious or uh, peaceful uh, thinker from this or that culture or religion, whether Islam or other uh, religions. So, I think that the people in the West will listen more to this reasonable voice than the demonstration and the uh, violence that might happen when something like Although, you know, people are very sensitive when it mm. comes to uh, their beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. So you do not expect everybody to be rational and to be reasonable exactly. and to be calm uh, on it. So this also is taken under consideration, and we should uh, show uh, understanding for the human nature yeah. and show more respect for cultural diversity and for uh, you know, uh, different social values that we might agree upon some of them but there is uh, uh, a unique, uh, private uh, features of yeah. each community yeah. that we should respect in order to uh, expect them also to respect our values. Exactly. Uh,
0: Your Excellency, uh, Mrs. Amal al Moalimi. I have lived around the world. And uh, my experience, and I'm saying my experience, is that my Arabic friends have been the, the most beautiful and the nicest to live with, to befriend, and to experience mutual loyalty with. And that's something that you have really uh, underscored for me today. Thank you. So I appreciate so much, uh, Your Excellency, for your time, uh, for receiving us so beautifully here, and I wish you God's richest blessings on your uh, mandate in Norway during the next few years.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have this chance to address Norwegian people more about myself and about my country, and uh, to listen to things from the source, not hearing about it from different sources. And I will be always available for anybody who has a question, who wants to know more about Saudi Arabia, who wants to know more about our culture or our religion. Uh, Our hearts are open to hear, to understand, uh, to take in consideration their notes and their criticism. Uh, The only condition is to do this politely yeah. and nicely.
0: Exactly, and with some great Saudi
1: coffee. Sure, yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Thank Mari. you so much.